0: Pathway Studios in Johnston proper. You are live from the path. Huh. I am a working
1: man. I get things done. Work for the Holy Ghost. Work for the sun. I am a working man.
0: I I and you're listening to Live for the Path, We're coming here from the land. Pathway Studios here in Johnston your robe, proper. Hello. Come on. Okay. Hacksaw. I don't know what. Yeah. Damn. Why? Why do you say hacksaw? You gotta fix your camera, Dan. What? You no, know, Ben. What's that thing pointing at? Oh, that's, no, it's just flying up in the air. Sorry, Dan. Okay. I got mad at the wrong guy. Sorry. What's there, hacksaw? Man, there it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why did you say hacksaw? What's that? It's a cool thing to yell. Yeah, oh. it is.
2: It's like instead of like, come on, you go Hexal.
0: Yeah, oh. I tried it out at the football game. Huh, never heard People of love it. No, I haven't heard of that either. Hexal. I'm not okay. cool, though. Yeah, hey, do you guys know it was Yom Kapoor? Yeah, I did yeah. know that. It feels like a guy's name, doesn't it? <laughs> like his name is, hi, Yom Kapoor. <laughs> doesn't it? It feels like it's just, it's the... Uh, just because there's two words? The scansion. I don't know what it is. Like t- The like, what? Tom Kishore. The Scansion? Yom Kippur. What does that mean? Like, like a dude who's on the cover of a romance novel. Oh,
2: Dan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Left turn. I read, left turn I, read <laughs> I read a Jewish romance novel <laughs> called Yom Kippur. God, the day of atonement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, two left turns. Just got a sheep up on a hill. I think it's Yul Brenner. I think I, I think I get Yom Kippur Yul Brenner mixed with Yul Brenner. Yeah, you know, Yul. He was you know, the pharaoh, pharaoh from the Ten Commandments. I'm, I'm Are not, you familiar yeah. with Yul's work?
2: I'm not familiar with Yul's work.
0: <laughs> was he? Was also in the King and I? Yeah, he was. The, he was in the King and I. Oh, uh, and then he took on. I, have you guys didn't seen any of his westerns? Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He wasn't a, he like in uh, uh, the uh, 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 yeah, I can't Western Western one? <laughs> <laughs> he might. Have, was he in the Magnificent Seven? He was. He he had a number of Oh, of,
2: Samuel Jackson.
0: No, not the most West recent. What's called Seven. called? Hugh Brenners long dead. West world Westworld. Westworld. Was he in Westworld? West West, he was in Westworld. Yes. That actually, that movie made an impact on my life. Oh, really?
1: How so? What year did that movie make an impact on your life? I mean, I was a kid. Like, when I was watching it, and, and it was like he yeah, just yeah. always was slow and steady, and he just would. Get done when he needed to get done, you know. Yeah. Even the bad guy. And I thought that's the way to do your life. That's the way to do it. And, and uh, honestly, I, I, you don't so, know how many times through my life that scene or one scene or whatever from that movie of him just walking and always finding the guy who was running and hyping out, and trying to escape, and it's like just st- slow and steady, buddy. So
2: his acting to you was just as helpful as the tortoise and the hare was to so many others.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Because I didn't read those sophisticated right. books. I watched the movies. <laughs>
0: I I didn't know those books. (laughs) Actually, so what's interesting, Dan, is I had a very similar uh, takeaway from... Watching the Bourne movies, <laughs> the Jason Bourne movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but but like, because like what it felt to me like was what's happening today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like every twenty-five-year-old dude right now going, "Man, John Wick really changed my no, life." No, but listen. When they said he's a man, the fuck could kill a guy with a rolled-up newspaper.
0: <laughs> no, but, I, I no, saw him kill a man with a pencil. Listen, it was for the same reason for Dan though. It was be, like similar because I thought like. That dude can't be surprised. Yeah. Like he's got it he's got it under control. And like he's never oh, weirded no. or freaked out. He's just always kind of prepared. Yeah. And then I got worried that like after like said well, oh, I, sh- just acting. I should be like that. And then now I feel like uh I, I don't get as emotional as I should <laughs> at
2: yeah. things. I feel like right. I'm emotionally dead inside. <laughs> you think you think the Born movies just yes. ruined your ability to be emotionally intelligent. Y- yes interesting yes you don't you don't let things affect you yes exactly you you just go like you know what we're gonna get
1: through this right we're just gonna go right play it cool just take one step after another yeah look like a robot it's practically
0: helpful but also it feels like I lost something. Do you well, feel the you know. same
2: way about the show twenty-four?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, what's really weird is is that like no part of you sniffs as born esque.
2: <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Zero. I've never once looked at you and went, I've often born thought supremacy, it. right?
0: <laughs> Except mean? for the ice cold emotionalism <laughs> yeah. of yeah. an assassin.
2: <laughs> Ben's really in his born identity stage right now. That's
0: what I'm saying. I have the emotional IQ of an assassin. I'm unflappable. But none of the <laughs> none of the moves or skills. Required to do anything cool. Okay, here's Does a, that mean
2: I saw the movie Heavyweights and went, yeah, I'm going to live my life like that? Yeah, okay. Sneaking candy I into saw, the camp.
0: I saw a movie called Socially Awkward and I really took to it.
2: <laughs> now listen, I have two
0: things. One, I didn't say, I said it was just the one thing. Okay. Not that I, was, I had the demeanor. I don't know, deception. man. You kind of encapsulated
2: it as if the movie okay, Osmosis yeah, came you, into you. You didn't want to say it aloud, but you were really excited when we made that conclusion. <laughs> okay,
0: now, second problem is, uh, i I so do not have control over my emotions that I'm likely to get a nervous stomach and crap myself like most of the time no. yeah like I, I i so whatever it's came very assassin like and ha- this sort of, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm saying I thought once I thought I would like to be a chaplain in the military or mm. even for like <laughs> The police force or something. I thought this would be great, except for I do not have the constitution for this type of thing. I would love to see this. These dudes show up and be like, "Man, there was a shooting." Ben's like, well, "That's heavy stuff." Yeah. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> no, I mean, I really gotta go. I got, I got pooper back. I can understand why that's affecting you. I'll be back in forty-five minutes yeah. or so. You ever thought of driving a small car through a town? That's what I do when, when I get put up against oh, emotional no. crises. Oh gosh. Yeah. It didn't carry through. Uh, tires feel
1: splashy. I, sp- I spoke at a church Sunday, and and this group came up afterwards. And I said, "We all think you remind us of Drew Carey." Oh, I- I'd-, I'd rather oh. go with the born identity, but I'm like, I don't even, like. I've never. Oh, no, that's what I hadn't heard. I'm like, is that good or bad? You right. Know? Yeah. Like I oh, know. like Drew Carey show uh, version or is, yeah, Price like the, right. uh, what's line is it? What, whose who's line is, is it? Whose anyway? line is yeah. it? Uh, Drew Carey. Okay. They said we asked
2: too. It's like, well, which which Drew Carey are you talking about? I think about they here? just saw you that you had glasses. And then went, oh, he looks a lot like Drew Carey. Maybe. maybe. What? I, I mean, I don't know. I t- Your preaching I, reminds me of a sketch show. I, well, I had the
0: kids watch, like, I'm like, we should watch Whose Line Is it Anyway. Like, great they'll show. think this is funny, you know? But it's gone real blue nowadays. Oh, yeah. Oh. So it's gone like, real blue. Yeah. What does like, that mean? Like, like sad? No. No, it, uh, uh, it's uh, nefarious content. Yeah. yeah. Late night. Yeah. Blue, oh. Yeah, blue comedy. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard of that it referred
2: is, to as blue comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, your, like me and,
0: me and the girls were gonna watch it, you know. And then it was like I mean, they just kept bringing up subjects where like the answers had to be naughty. And I'm like, oh man, yeah. I've. But they were funny. But like <laughs> their kids are young, <laughs> ish.
2: Right. Yes. You know, it's like yeah. it's not the
0: right time for this type of. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that doesn't surprise me that that's happened. That's the only thing that's funny to today's audience.
0: Anyway, Dan, you just better double check that your sermon is on the open up. Yeah, if man, that's what it, they're it, basis it, on. You know, I mean, I mean drew drew not I mean, on that I mean, show anymore, is he? I don't know.
2: I don't think he's been on that
0: show for a long time. Have you ever seen him on The Price Is Right? Yeah, not as good as Barker.
1: I don't know that I have.
2: Yeah. Wow, this is riveting. Yeah. Okay, who's your favorite host of <laughs> <laughs> The Bob, Price Is Right? Ben.
0: Uh, uh, rest in peace, Bob Barker. Yeah. Get yeah. your pay. I never pay, thought pay, any of those shows would last. They just keep lasting. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, I'm like, who watches
1: this crap? But then I would watch it,
2: and then millions of people did. Yeah. Dan.
0: Yeah. yeah. Every most everybody as a kid vomited to Bob Barker. Oh yeah. 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 Like you stayed what? you stayed home sick from school and threw up during the day oh, with Bob Barker. I, I did not Bob. know
2: where that was going, to be honest with you. Vomited to Bob Barker is just a real gross situation. No, was, I remember being
0: home quite a few days sick watching Bob Barker and yeah. then Young and the Restless. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have oh. my uh pet neutered. Because Bob said so? Yeah. He ended every show with that. That's still. Cold. your pets, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, it's only left turns today from you, Dan. I got you, the Dad. neighbors <laughs> done, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just started picking up animals on the way in. It's a buy two, this get two for for free. Bob. <laughs> I need two more pets. Listen here. If you have the punch card at the Spake Lake, uh,
2: there's something you wrong with You adopt too life. much. Yeah, it's it's for not For Bob
0: right. and for freedom. <laughs> it's like,
2: I've, I've, we saw like a, a, a billboard for a... a, a um, Vasectomy. Uh, well, that too. Oh uh, well, gosh, uh, buy buy one get one free. <laughs> Come I, on, dude, for, <laughs> you got to do this with me. I, so we saw a buy one get one free billboard for a crematorium. Whoa, oh, whoa, what? That's <laughs> terrible. Like it was like a referral program. Hey, wow, you wanna... Oh, wow. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> Do you have a body you need to dispose of okay. also? How would
0: you like to be the one holdout sibling who's trying to get a deal on this thing where you're like, look, I know that you want to bury uncle right now, but if we could just wait till grandma kicks it, we could get this we can half get the this price. Done.
2: <laughs> Put him in a freezer for a bit and it'll be fine. <laughs> he could stay at your house. Now, wait a minute. You don't... have no idea how long they could just hang out Did on the they have been done at the
0: same time? Yeah, no. Don't yeah. you think
2: that you're pre-buying I don't know. Like, like I didn't call him. <laughs> like cemetery <plots. laughs> I didn't call, like, interesting... <laughs> Tell me more. How do I get in (laughs) on this ground floor?
0: (laughs) This is genius marketing. (laughs) Before this offer turns to dust.
2: Yeah, also billboards for discount vasectomies scares scares me a lot. <laughs> uh like, also if you put your picture on there, like I want to see the guy face to face is going to do this. Yeah, if your name is Dr. Johnson and you are the one doing uh doing half off vasectomies, there's just I don't want to be involved in your situation. Nope. Like I don't think I'm going to call that number. Mm-mm-mm all right
0: you're listening that's unfortunate that you've chosen to listen to live from the path there's 10 i mean 10 minutes of your life you're just not <laughs> gonna get back uh you might as well go ahead and book that crematorium now
2: here's what we got going i'm not even sure what we have going on the show tonight uh buva do you had some ask the pastor yeah i haven't asked the pastor from jeremiah um i, I think the answer is going to be quick and easy um i and i think i found the answer admittedly but um uh there was a there was a phrase in jeremiah 7 uh verse 18 um that that talks about a certain character that i've never heard of and i think i was classifying it as a character when it's probably more of a cultural reference at the time so like when we're ready i'll read that to you okay all right
0: that sounds good uh and then we got some advice on dear live from the path and uh
2: i mean i have a not pope style but um tales from from my experiences over the last couple of weeks that that i can certainly share if we have some time
0: uh okay yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Did anybody have, have anything else? I have at least one excellent dear life from the path that I'm very excited about. Okay, all right, very good.
2: Dan, Dan would like to talk more about uh, spaghetti westerns. I love spaghetti westerns. Wait, is that the is that the term or is spaghetti western like Italian westerns? I've never heard that term in my life. Oh, really? So, yeah, I don't know. Oh,
0: no, no, that's the term. Is it? That's the term. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I thought there was like a a, a thing of spaghetti. of like like Italian shot western movies. Yeah, maybe. I watched westerns like
1: when I was a kid, but like as an,
2: I just I I just can't. I just I've tried to, and I'm like ah. I don't think westerns were really my generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Admittedly, kept, yeah. Like it, Bonanza it kept, like, wasn't a thing, and now there was like whatever the other ones. I don't. I couldn't name a single other one, but the I think it's Planet of the back. Apes.
1: We can have a conversation,
2: but uh, the Mark Mark Wahlberg one, or the what is it? Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Oh yeah, Charlton's Oh, the Yeah. Way. yeah. I don't know. I, 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 one, I, I would invite
0: Holpen you right. to get uh, to try, like uh, check out Rio Bravo or uh, Rio Grande or uh, the man who shot Liberty, uh, Liberty Valance. It's got uh, John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart in. It's good. Oh, yeah. okay. It's good. Cool. Just pick All up, right. uh, pick one here and there. Well, give okay. It a shot. All right, now let's uh let's uh, ask the pastor. Okay.
2: Um so I was reading Jeremiah this last week um and there is a portion where the Lord is talking to through Jeremiah obviously um to his people and in chapter 7 it, it it's so far in the in the uh book it's it's been the same kind of basic perspective of calling Jeremiah um to speak the Lord's words and then Really, just Jeremiah calling out, um, like uh, worshiping the wrong people or the wrong gods. And so, in chapter seven, the the context doesn't really help too much here. So I'll skip a lot of it and just kind of read chapter or verse eighteen. So verse eighteen in chapter seven says, "The children gather wood, the fathers kindle fire, and the women knead dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven." and they pour out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. And so when I heard that queen of heaven thing, it kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. um because capitalized? No, no capitalization there. Uh, what was the, uh, sorry, what was the verse again? Uh, ch- chapter 7, verse 18. Okay. So uh, the children gather wood, the fathers kindle fire, and the women need dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven. And they pour out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. Okay. Um, and so I... At first, when I heard that, it seemed like it was a like a, a a character, maybe an Old Testament character that I just wasn't recognizing or maybe wasn't remembering. But then, kind of taking the context into it, one, I think heaven at that in this context really just is like the 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 sky and all the heavenly bodies, right? Um, Whereas, like this may just be a deity, like the Queen of Heaven, just may be another god that they're they're worshiping. That's what it felt like to me after I took a a, a little bit more time to kind of keep reading it and keep. Look at a context, but I just wanted to make certain that I wasn't missing like an Old Testament thing here. That like this is a reference to a specific person. Well, maybe not person, but band or something. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, is there something that I'm missing here when this is the first time I've seen this verbiage? And then looking for it anywhere else, I think it's called out again in Jeremiah 44, and I think again in 48. If I remember correctly, um, but I didn't find Queen of Heaven specifically anywhere else. And so that's where it kind of made sense to me that maybe this is a cultural thing at that time that it was a specific deity that were they were worshipping, kind of like Baal is called out in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. That's a specific or Molech kind of situation. So I wasn't certain because it didn't have a name like that. Just Queen of Heaven. If you'd ever run into that, if you had any thoughts on that or any explanation that I may not know, so that's this week's Ask the Pastor from my reading is what the heck's going on with the Queen of Heaven that Jeremiah is talking about in chapter seven?
0: Yeah, no, no, that, that's exactly what it is. This actually the context does matter mm-hmm. um, because the the context of Jeremiah seven is a is a critique uh, to the nation of Israel, right? Uh, and he's saying and he's talking about the detestable things. Um, let's see, go to the place in Shiloh. Um... Let's see. Therefore, what I did in Shiloh, and now do to the house of Israel, I will thrust you from my presence. I was gonna
2: say, he like crushed Shiloh.
0: Yeah, do, he says, don't pray for this people. No, offer any plea or petition for them. Do not plead with me, for I will not listen. Mm-hmm. Do you not see what they are doing in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? Right. And then right. that's the verse you said. Yep, make cakes, offer to the queen of heaven. But I, am I the one they are provoking? Declares the Lord. Are they not rather harming themselves to their own shame? Like it's a critique against their false idols. Yep. Okay. But in fact, the last thing they said was after it says, must uh, make. Cakes to offer to the queen. Oh, I forgot change the camera. Make cakes to offer to the queen of heaven. They pour out drink offerings to other gods to arouse my yep, anger.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah I yeah, was yeah. just making certain yeah. that that there wasn't like another cultural de- not even deity, but like uh, a royalty—that they're calling out because specifically it says queen of heaven. I didn't know if that was a cultural thing that's going on there, or if that was the another name. For a deity that may exist that they're worshiping, and so I just wanted to make certain that it wasn't something I was missing. Like I said, it wasn't a super deep one that that took a lot. I just, you know, just wanted to make certain I wasn't missing anything there. So yeah. that makes sense. That yeah. it's essentially just it, it's it's a deity that they're following. I I looked into a little bit, um, just kind of more Google uh, outside of 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 my Bible commentary oh my. And stuff.
0: I'm kind of curious.
2: Uh, Ishtar is what they were saying might be. So the 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 queen of fertility, queen of... Uh, where Easter. Goddesses, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Ishtar was Egyptian, I believe.
0: Yeah, so so strong says that the it's
2: in fact it says identification dubious, perhaps <laughs> Ishtar Venus. Um, so is there? Well, so Venus is also fertility and beauty. Roman. That's because most of the most of the gods, like goddesses,
0: had a relationship. Like the the key goddesses yeah. in multiple things referred the, yeah, right, to exactly, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
2: pantheons were usually fertility and then. Wisdom, in yeah, a lot of places too.
0: Yeah, so yes, I yeah I agree. I think it's um okay. it, it it probably is not profitable to spe-
2: speculate. Yeah, it no, matter. it didn't seem like it again because it popped up a couple times and like I'm I I just read through 44 as well, so I heard it again. That's yeah, why I was yeah. just like, ah, I just want to make certain because it it seemed weird that that was the only place that I saw that specific verbiage. Yep. Of Queen of Heaven, and I was like, ah, like obviously Heaven's a buzzword for us, and I I I think we correlate that word too much to like what we believe is the biblical place for where god exists right whereas heavens are also co- talking about space and like stars and stuff like that as well so
0: yeah although like a lot of there are in some of the tra- um the translations of the underlying words a lot of the the even the false gods have a Height uh, or uh, heaven referent, like even, um, even, oh, even Beelzebub, um, or Baalzebub, B- B- yeah, right. uh, Z-Bub. that's not right. Um, yeah, we hated it, Zaboo, I was thinking Zabul wow. um, anyway, a lot more time it's, than it's, than it's Lord of the uh, the Height, like it could mean the height, so like, which is weird because actually, there's multiple between Be- Beelzebub and Beelzebub, you've got Lord of the Height and then Lord of the Flies or Lord of the right. Dung, so like, it's like two different, oh, but like. Uh, it's it's Beelzebul that can it they don't often translate it this way but like one of the options is Lord of the Heights or the Heights Interesting. so so heavens yeah right think of it the same way um, which correlates the, the the and that first part is like Baal like the uh-huh. Canaanite god yep. Baal right same kind of root which is really just Lord. Owner of, lord right, of,
2: yep. it's a possessive. Right. So
1: And Jew, the, the Jews kind of added that twist of the flies in there is an extra little insult. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, your, yeah,
2: your lord is the lord of a dung heap. Yeah. Yes. Right, Good, yes. Right, Good
1: job. Good job, guys. <laughs> oh, way yeah. To go. yeah,
2: this is who you worship. You worship a god of, of
1: poop. <laughs> yes. you know, yeah, think about it. Like all, all the goddesses and, and the things we were mentioning, that there's yeah. so much sexual immorality in the Old Testament that has deals with worship. And you think of like our culture today. Well, we don't have idols, but yet obviously we're we're worshiping like like all the the porn addiction and yep. and, and the 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 sexual morality is just so free and, and wild and flowing. And you think uh, does this, if there was a modern day prophet, you know, if God were saying, "Hey, Jeremiah, write to these guys," how would he verbalize that? I wonder. You know, would it would it come out in the name of a of a you know? Queen of the earth, or oh, whatever. yeah, Queen of the yeah, right. Yeah. You know, how you know, yeah, we're like, we yeah. we're not thinking of it that way, right? You wonder, were they thinking of it that way, or were they just like, hey, and here's talking to hook up with her? I can say, hey, you know, right, I yep. don't know, I just,
2: yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, it's a good question,
0: it's a good question,
2: okay. Well, cool, I appreciate that. I guess <laughs>
0: because... we have no answer, <laughs>
2: mm. no, and I, I, in like I said, as I was presenting it, I figured it was going to be a quick enough answer, but I just wanted to be certain that. I was not looking at it shallowly that I was missing a reference that I could then, because I realized, and not to get into another topic or anything, but I realized one of the, 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 flaws of my reading in the past has been the lack of connections that I make. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm very fortunate that right now that like at church, we're talking through Matthew. And at the same time, I'm going through old Testament stuff where I've never, I've never done both at the same time. Um, and I'm starting to see a lot of similarities between like the kind of things that Jesus is talking about that are relevant. I mean, because obviously he's talking to the Jews who would have been able to make these connections. Like they grew up learning these stories and knowing this stuff. This was the the history of their people. And it's very prevalent in their minds of like when Jesus says something that's either completely uh, seems to be stepping in the face or stepping on the, on, on, the, on the feet of someone or something that happened in the Old Testament or fulfilling something with his words or expounding on it and going, you. You may have understood that up to this point, but I, as the one who is a master of this law, can tell you this kind of thing about it. And so, it's been interesting to be able to go, "What kind of connections am I drawing through the prophets and through these kind of things that this makes sense to be something that that might have already happened or I know will happen eventually?" And so, it's been a really cool read through of being able to go, "Like, oh, this is the first time that I feel at a very shallow level, admittedly, and I'm excited to deep dive deeper into it as I, you know, grow up and mature in my my faith." Um, to be able to kind of make those correlations that go oh Uh, You know, I recognize that promise Or they're talking about David What do I think of when I think of David? Like, what does that mean to me when David's mentioned? The line of David, what does that mean? These random kings that I would have never been able to pull apart And go, oh, I remember because that dude did this thing And that's what happened with Israel at that time And it's been really cool to be able to, like, Have a more expansive understanding of those things By drawing those connections between Things that might have happened generations before The thing that I'm reading And then things that I know are going to come to pass generations after that and so yep. it's it's been this really cool i mean it's it's a beautiful and, and incredibly interconnected story that god has woven woven um and, and i'm starting to kind of see the depth of it very shallowly again but like i'm starting to see it and i'm really excited about that seeing
0: the depth very shallowly is an ironic thing to say yeah
2: well realizing that like <laughs> i see it and i recognize that there's so much more to see
0: Yeah, yeah 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 okay
2: and that pumps me up yeah, I'm getting, getting pumped. <laughs> You're listening live from the path. Jack. Thanks for hanging out with us.
0: Hey, here's we go. Got a quick, uh, we're going to do some advice uh, and and, and t- tuck this thing up righteous since we wasted the first 10 minutes of your life. Uh, but first, <laughs> first, we're going to check on seven common Christian beliefs that aren't in the Bible. Oh, no. And we're going to say which one of these Dan holds.
2: God don't bless right. no math. God don't make no trash. God don't make no trash. Okay, here we go. Number one, Satan was lose, was once Lucifer. Satan was once Lucifer Mm -hmm. Okay This is a translation issue The The fall of Satan from heaven has become deeply
0: entrenched in Christian thought But the origins of the devil are not found anywhere in the Bible In fact Satan is not even used as a proper name in the Old Testament Instead the Hebrew Hasatan is a title meaning simply the adversary The devil is not truly named and hell not really described until the New Testament that's true. Milton's Paradise Lost is largely responsible for the idea that uh, Satan was once an angel called Lucifer, but many people have hunted for Bible verses back to back up this belief. Luke ten eighteen is sometimes cited as is Revelation 12 in support of this theory. Neither of these, however, state that Satan was once an angel. Luke 10 merely states that Satan fell, but in context, this statement does not necessarily confirm that the devil was once an angel. Similarly, Revelation describes a dragon that hunts God's faithful, but nowhere does it state that this dragon is either a fallen angel or the devil. Isn't there some Old Testament that points to, like the rebellion and whatever? No, so uh, cont- uh, and I'm going to forget where it's at, but it, that's the fall of the king of Babylon. Ezekiel is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like, um, it's it, he fell, fell like stars, uh, star fell from heaven, like um, and and people look at that and that they describe that as like, oh well, that was the fall of the of Satan yeah, and the, the stars angels are supposed to be
1: the angelic host. I firmly it, believe that.
0: Yeah, Dan loves it. I'm in. Uh, he loves it, except for there's no visible president for it at all. And contextually, in Ezekiel, like it's um, it's a word picture for the fall of Babylon. Like for every other place, you talk about falling stars. It's a it's a picture. It's not a literal event. Things that were at heights have fallen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a matter of fact, like um, the, the multiple places in Ezekiel and Isaiah where they're talking about. Uh, a third of the sky fell the stars fell it's all about the the fall of a particular empire and so right contextually i just like for me I don't have any reason to think that it applies there I, it's pouring an awful lot into the text that is contextually not there and frankly it's only a few verses like you have to ignore the, everything that happened before and after that to get right. that part to fit
2: is there well because the, the the so genesis what seven or nine is the nephilim right like that's angelic beings Six, that yeah. have or six, yeah. yeah, I, have, yeah, I, have, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> I read that one every day.
2: <laughs> six. That's on my wall. How hey, dare you attribute it to seven? I'm, I'm just excited that I knew it was relatively early <laughs> on in Genesis. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. I like uh, to yeah. do a deep, shallow dive. Maybe it's chapter nine. Deep, shallow dive. <laughs> whatever. Verse 10. Uh, the, the message was conveyed with my meaning. Yes, it was whatever. Philosophizing. It was, oxymor- with it was Bula. oxymoronic, but whatever. Um, but like, isn't that also like a fall of angelic creatures at that point in time? What? Wasn't that the concept of the Nephilim? Well, that gets back to what you think the Nephilim is. Right. And we've talked about that recently. But even even if, even if you want to
0: accept that the Nephilim are like a mix of angelic creatures and earthly creatures, mm-hmm. it doesn't prescribe how they
2: got there. True,
0: yeah. They could, as because the picture of Satan and Job is walking to and fro on the earth. Right. He's obviously yes. able to go into heaven. There's a freedom to that. He wasn't kicked out. Right. Like there was a free, he was able to do that thing. And so, I, again, we get to that space with the Nephilim because of presumption on Satan. Okay. And again, I just don't. I don't know. Dan Dan what I'm in. is is there okay, I see you're in but yeah. why? You know, you don't have to know that. Why why do you why do you think that? <laughs> just just trust me. Okay. <laughs> okay. And buy this golden eagle statue It will
2: be the place of Jesus I in your home. Give a $1000 to be at the apostle level. <laughs> what this am year. I supposed
0: <laughs> to fly? Commercial?
2: <laughs> There's demons in there. Yeah. Actually, you expect me to be on a
0: metal tube. With you demons? know what's funny? There, there was, I was watching back on something like our our anniversary clips for the one year anniversary Anniversary. I was showing it to the kids, uh, and like one of the the clips. One year, yeah, from our one year. Because I did. I only did two. I did a one year and a two year, and that's it. So anyway, one of them was uh, we were talking about Dan's job when he was younger, like selling pagan Christmas items for a job. (laughs) 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 I was like, well, that's what I did. Guy does what he has to do. Can I interest you in this pagan tree symbol? <laughs> Until Paul came into town and says you can't keep selling these wares. <laughs> okay. All right, so Dan's in for number one. Good, we got one. Oh boy, are these all about Satan? Here we go. Probably. Number two, uh Hasitan the serpent. The serpent in the Garden of Eden is one of the only two talking animals in the Bible.
2: Is it that and then the donkey of and Absalom? The do- and the donkey.
0: What about all the animals in uh, Revelation? And what I mean, about the that
2: angelic beasts that, that are singing in the
0: throne room? Yeah, and that wheelie uh that that wheelie super eyed uh messed up creature that's in Isaiah. Oh uh okay, yeah, yeah. Some of the the, the throne room picture of the wheel. What's it got like two uh two heads or something? Two horse cherubim. heads. No, well the throne room, the
2: cherubim, the seraphim, the seraphim. The throne room animals. Are, like there's a lion and an ox and uh and I a, thought that was like more It is beings of like eyes and wings and Yes. Each head represents a thing. You know, thing. why don't you guys just ruin every cool Bible story that people ever <laughs> no, thought they knew? No, I'm not taking away the power of that. It's a super cool thing to think about from the perspective of all the things and what they mean and what's present in the throne room cool. that is also then yeah, pouring, pouring out nothing but worship to God. <laughs> you know what was cool? These like, A multi-eyed lion. That was cool. These beings, that are, these, that, cool. <laughs> these beings that are all-knowing and see everything yeah. are still, with witness to all of this, still witness to the fact that the most important thing to talk about is the holiness and power of God. You know
0: what you guys are like? It's like when I go to an art gallery and I'm bored to tears and I finally find a painting where I'm like, this looks super cool. And then some yuppie shows up with a mochiato and goes here's there's deeper Mocchiato. relative meeting behind this mountain sculpture i'm like dang it i don't want to hear any of this i just want to look at this painting and go wow
2: you do yeah. seem like the kind of guy that would walk up to a mountain and go that seems like a cool thing and then someone look comes that out mountain. that actually represents the struggle of humans when they come to the civilization. I mean, shut up friend
0: <laughs> i just wanted to see that the mountain was tall black i say <laughs> Okay, Uh, this cunning cunning snake is the cause of the original sin and the first troublemaker. Considering that this reptile is the one who throws a monkey wrench in God's plan for creation, most Christians believe that the serpent was none other than Satan. Unfortunately for this long and deeply held belief, there's absolutely nothing in the Bible to back up this idea. Uh, The snake is simply a snake in Genesis. It is a crafty creature who causes a great deal of trouble, but is never described as the devil. The belief that it was Satan came later. In Genesis three fourteen, like, later in the scripture, yeah, but where is <laughs> Right! What, what, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in 100%. Where do you get like, that? Yeah, God shows
2: up later on and goes, yeah. That's, where would that's you was. get
0: the opposition of creation, right? Like, creation, like, is, is in opposition to what God's will is. Now, I never understood this metaphor as, like, Satan being in there, because then I get mad that he unjustly punished the snake. I'm like, well, if it wasn't the snake's idea, and it was actually Hasatan, then why would you take his legs away? That <laughs> seems unfair.
2: But the mountain is so tall. That's what
0: he wants. <laughs> they just want to divide us on that snake as you. <laughs> it's a herpetology situation. Uh, yeah. So, so like, I, th- this one is completely, un- unlike the previous one. <laughs> no, like, no, the
1: other one's good too.
0: This one Solid. completely ignores multiple points of contact reference throughout the Old Testament, right. including the, the e- e- Evangelion you Ben you, you and Gillion? Yeah. The yeah. you you and you and Gillian. No, stop saying that. You and McGregor Gillian. But like <laughs> like the biblical writers following uh, the Torah like so Psalms and and prophets and stuff they point back to this and they right. they're the ones that are filling in the picture of the puzzle here. And like if you're going to say, oh, well, that stuff happened later, like, through editorial revision, then you're calling into question the validity of, say, Ezekiel holistically. And so, like, I don't think you can do that. I, I think it doesn't have to be spoken all in the same spot to be biblically valid. Um, not everything has to be said at all. The same. In fact, you see this a lot, actually. They get pictures in Genesis, and then all of a sudden you see, like, other future events and prophets interacting with Genesis, and they're, like, revealing new information mm-hmm. or, or additional context to something. You're like, oh, Why didn't I know that back then? Well, it wasn't important for the trajectory of the narrative at at that point, but it was important now that they're talking about it. Do you realize that we do this all the time and then we take it for granted? People are like, hey man, there's uh, like black holes just suck each other in and then all of a sudden there's like a whole galaxy gone and we're like, wow. And no one goes, show me your data. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what you mean scientifically. And they're like... I can't, I'm not even going to start to try to explain it to you, dumb public. You just take my word for it. These right. black holes are
2: here. It's like and we're a, like, whoa, that's a singularity great. where we can measure antimatter. And yeah, those right. singularities of antimatter have negative gravitational pulls that pull each other in. It's like, what? People go, hey, this, like, this virus is spread through touch and sneezing and
0: also well, this other means or whatever. And people are like, okay. Like, we're not like, well, what's the jumping distance of this thing? Or, like, how fast does the sneeze have to go? Ain't nobody asking none of that. They're like, well, they don't said. Yeah, we're just going to t- – like, we do this all the time. Yeah. I'm saying people who know – I think this is the situation. People are like, why didn't God tell me? Because you don't care, and you're not even going to understand even if he did. Right? What's God supposed to say? Well, there was this big spiritual thing happening, and, like, I could explain it to you, but you're just going to be aghast at it anyway, yeah. not believe a lick of it, no matter how much I tell you. So whatever. There's just a snake causing trouble. That's all you're getting. Yeah. yeah. I Actually, I, and I think you could be open to, like, well, you, to, to, what does it mean, that the like, snake was Satan. Like, was it actually him? Was it influenced by him? Was overtaken by him? Like, I, I think there's options in there. does but not like, feel wrong that God punished the snake, though. I love you know. me on this thing. Uh, the snake is not un- uh, aware that it's been punished. It enjoys itself. So just,
2: it's an idiot. That's what you're no, saying. It was a weird jump of logic. The, right. the defense the of God doesn't miss his legs; it doesn't know. The it defense... just slithers and goes whoa. Well, that, that would be question.
0: Does the beaver miss wings because he's not a bird? No, the beaver enjoys himself as well. You've never read Genesis, man. The, it, the beaver uh, never had wings. You're getting off topic. The defense of God's justice served against the snake is the snake is too dumb to know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> that, was what Ben's, that
2: was Ben's argument.
0: I don't think the curse was against the snake. I think the curse is against Satan. The snake ain't got no legs, man. There ain't no snake legs, man. The curse was against <laughs> ain't Satan. No
2: snake it's, legs, man. It's it's part of Satan's old like binding. It's part of Satan's restrictions on the things he can and cannot do. So that's not an argument for why we have reptiles that have feet, no, and snakes don't, no. Mm. no. You crawl on your belly. I'm gonna be real honest with you. That's exactly what I thought this whole yeah. time. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I've always thought. Oh well, that explains a, why we have lizards. Thing. And there's, we have there's l- snakes.
0: There's plenty of places who think who are re- revere the snake. And oh what what is Mo- doesn't Moses say uh, yeah, he holds the caduceus staff? Yeah he why do you say caduce?
2: Why do you say that? Caduceus staff
0: is what it's, it's called. Why do they call it that? What's a caduceus? staff? Who calls it that? That's well that's what I've the name is
2: the name of the well, the Hermes it's not staff. In the Bible. I don't even own a caduceus.
0: What's a Hermes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a god The staff. I had Hermes that had two snakes <laughs> wrapped around its base that meet at the head of the of the staff is called the Caduceus staff. Yes, but what is a caduceus? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know what I'm just telling you. That's what it is. I'm going to Google it. Don't put me in a spot. <laughs> hey, you, how do you yeah. spell
0: caduceus? Tur- hey, you keep the filter on. <laughs> Kadoosh. Kadoosh. C A D E U C E S. Yeah. Kadoosh. No nudity. E U. Mm-hmm. Type it. Caduceus. <laughs> Here we go. Thank you. I didn't say it didn't. I didn't uh, say oh. it was wrong. I don't you know, just know what say it it means. you kept saying. Caduceus. Hold on. <laughs> yes, I it, it did. It's an ancient Greek or Roman herald's wand. Typically, one with two serpents twined around it, carried by the messenger, lowercase g god Hermes. Hermes. Or
2: Mercurari. Hermes? Yeah. Hermes or Mercury. How did you say Hermes? That's what it says. It says Hermes. It does not. Her- <laughs> yes, Hermes was the messenger that carried the staff. He was the messenger for the pantheon of the Greek gods. You seem to know Mercury. a lot about these pagan gods. I do, because I studied a lot of Greek mythology when Why I was a that kid. Why is the same thing? That, yeah. It's, I, but I'm saying it's the, it's the same staff that is a staff represented by healing that had the two snakes... That wrapped around it because, like, it was wasn't the staff that Moses was carrying, like a, a staff that healed of a of a, a plague, snake bites, snake bites. yes. yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Greek mythology has a similar story where it was a it was a medical. St- there's a reason that that's the uh, that's the staff that's used for medical practices. Well, oh, I know the, uh, Asclepius had that too. Like, there's because it, there's of Moses's staff. Oh yeah, well, yeah. it's just it's a it's it's a similar staff story, except for the healing. Moses
0: thing really happened. The Hermes is a made up story. Yeah, the hermess You should call it the Moses staff, not the kadosh.
2: I won't call it to Kadoosh like Boobie does. <laughs> yeah. Never in my life did I think I'd be mocked for knowing the name of the staff.
0: You know, a lot of stuff is not necessary to know.
2: <laughs> hey, Bova, you
0: were right. Kadoosh. <laughs> you <this> scholarly pagan. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't belong to Moses. It belonged to Hermes.
2: <laughs> Why did you go? He can carries- the Why-, carries- Why was that the first Kiddush? time you attempted a British accent on this show? It belonged to the Hermes. That's what you sound like to me. Hermes, the messenger of the gods, would carry up the staff to Mount Olympus. He's a phony god. He's a- Paul talked about Zeus, the Hermes. He <laughs> fell on his caduceus. <laughs> All right, The Caduce could oh, not produce is, water. <laughs> this he is high be... <laughs> quality internet content is what this is. You've got to Kiddush. tap the rock. <laughs> You've got to tap it with the Hermes. I just want... Ask a I want a, I want a retelling of all Greek mythological tales. I gotta go. Bye, Mike. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and this man, Zeus, he was with a cow named Io. <laughs> the legs were taken from the snake. Unjustifiably. (laughs) And the Lord said, no more legs for you. Dilly dilly, you will no longer have legs.
0: The snake protested. Why does the ass get to talk? (laughs) He remains that I am
2: legless. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a Monty Python skit that is just evolving from you two.
0: Uh, I I saw
2: fruit, I invited others. (laughs) See that I hear him legless. I don't. I just wanted to be friendly. <laughs> Sign my petition against the Lord. I once had legs where there are none now. <laughs> you wrap me on a stick and you know you know you what? You parade me in front of others. <laughs> Touch the snake, you will be healed of the snake bite. That makes no sense.
0: <laughs> All right, we what? gotta get out of this, Ben. Seven Okay, we're gonna get we should, hold on, let me pick one. Seven archangels. Anybody in on that one? Where's Seven it?
2: Seven Arch Oh gosh? No. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's from the Revelation, yeah? Uh no. No. The four winds. <laughs> it's mostly Do- <laughs> It's mostly from no. Enoch. Okay. The, like Book, of the Enoch. Book of Enoch? We should call uh, what's his name? He can come in here and talk about it. Yeah. The Hebrews. With the Hebrews. Yeah. Um uh, I oh, I thought that was Dante. Sheol, uh Sheol is hell. Yeah. Uh no, no. I mean a pit. Uh it's well, it's a place the of the pit. dead. It's a place of the dead. It um, It's where my legs went. <laughs> the The Old Testament talks about Sheol um, in both a positive and negative connotation. Like it mm-hmm. isn't – like when it says go with your fathers, like that's what it means. And it doesn't mean bad, but it sometimes means bad. And so it's like a flexible place of the dead that's not uh, – it's in the same realm of thought, but it's not the same thing as what, when Jesus is talking about Gosh, gotcha. hell. Okay. So I, I, the risk more so is, is is equating when you hear Jesus talk about hell and then you prescribe that as every time they speak about Sheol in, in the Old Testament that right. you say it's the same. That's really the risk. But, but like obviously the place of the dead has to have some relevance to what yeah. Jesus is talking about. Okay. Uh, let's see. Satan in the Old Testament. If the Bible were approached – well, yeah, he's definitely in there. What does this one say? If the Bible were approached as a piece of literature, Satan would feature as a major antagonist in the New Testament. Contrary to popular Christian belief, however, the devil is not present in the Old Testament, at least not as Christians would understand him. The entity described in both the book of Zechariah and the book of Job is Hastaton, the adversary the accuser. Satan is not treated as a proper name but as a title or job description. This character could be Satan with small s. The idea that the devil of Christian thought is absent in the Old Testament makes sense when the context surrounding Hastaton's appearance is examined. In Zechariah, Hastaton is described as standing at God's right hand, not exactly where the personification of evil would be found. Similar in the book of Job, Hasatan is one of the heavenly beings who present themselves before the Lord. God does not dismiss Hasatan or rebuke him. Instead, God asks asks for a status report. Far from the evil entity of the New Testament, the Hasatan of the Old Testament acts more as a prosecuting attorney or administer of tests. I don't know in Job if he was asking for a status report. I always felt like he was giving him a roast. Like, where you been? <laughs> well, yeah, he's framed. He is framed as an antagonist in right, that story. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a it's a bet against his faithful one.
0: Yeah. So like, I think this is the second time where like, um, even if you want to c- cover it, like the letter of like you've nitpicked or you picked certain places mm-hmm. selectively as to where, but like it ignores the framing of the story in Job. It's obviously Yahweh on one spot. Satan right. is is on the other. Yeah the adversary whatever the adversary is over here and then they are in a tussle about like he's he's provoking yahweh about job and so
2: like yeah yeah i think that's just a poor so the arguments that this is the satan that that is present within the new testament like tempting jesus at the t- at the top of the temple and things like that is not present in the old testament Yes, that's what they're saying. Yes. Okay, got it. Now, I I
0: think that's wrong. Obviously, it's wrong on both accounts, Um, although I do think we risk over-indexing on how much we actually do know about the adversary. I, I think it is clear within Scripture that there is a primary one. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which, um, uh, whether you're getting he, it, him, they <laughs> at any given time versus some other adversary of God, including notions of false gods, demean- demonic false gods. Like, I, I you should be open because what does it matter? Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so I think the caricature, and we've talked about this before, yeah, of right. the devil, Satan, or whatever, is Big horns. Uh, is different than, than the reality. But um, yeah, yeah, you should just be open on something. And the New Testament writers were like, like they gained all of their scriptural references from the Old Testament. So they like just because the the like the Satan is is mentioned quite a bit in the New Testament in comparison, like the the New Testament writers are are using like that presence as if it's always been. Right when they speak about it, yeah. Although what's interesting is that, like, most of the time you're speaking. So take um, what we what we learned where we learn the most about Satan is through Jesus. Mm-hmm. So like Jesus is speaking about Satan and describing him. He's like we, we he's revealed when he's tempting Jesus, but that's a just Jesus to Satan thing, yep, right? Um, the, the the dangers of hell, like Jesus talks about hell more than anybody else. Like that's where we actually get a fuller theology around it. Mm-hmm. And then the other the New Testament writers that come after. Jesus's death fill in things related to those things, but the primary teachings are coming from Jesus. So I, I do I do think it's probably fair to say that most of the New Testament speech, like our understanding of Satan, comes from Jesus's further explanation. That isn't pers- necessarily prescriptive or extrapolated from the Old Testament, mm. but like, I think it's it's information that Jesus has. That he seems to know that he's – it's a revealing. He's helping to understand some of those things that weren't always clear. Because – wouldn't that make sense? Like there's things that Jesus obviously has a greater line into than even the people who are writing Old Testament stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I think we'll call it a day on this article. I thought this was interesting, though. The guy, uh, whoever wrote this, this is the description. Uh, Stephanie Herzenberg is a former writer and editor at BeliefNet. Former. Isn't this weird? Hmm. So this is on BeliefNet. So that means one of two things is true: either she's a she's a she's not writing anymore, in general, yep. and they wanted to make sure everyone knew that yep. in the presence of her writing. Right. Or secondly, she used to write for BeliefNet, no longer does, and they retroactively edited her articles to make it and clear that she on. was a former writer at BeliefNet. Right. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. That's weird. Okay. We had a falling out. Yeah, I could see it. Well, how old is? Well, let me see how old this other article is. Oh it doesn't say. It's undated. Could have been from years ago. Kadoosh. Okay. <laughs> Alright, you're listening live from the path. Uh hey, what, what do you what kind of wacky things do you believe, sir? That is that aren't what in the scriptures. Kind of wacky things do you <laughs> Why don't you let us know? Five one five five one seven. I've got magic underpants. Zero, 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 eight, five. And I've been told things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do some I uh, just give some advice. We should. Dear live from the path. I am thirty six. Still single and depressed about it. I recently met someone who seemed perfect. He has his own place with laundry facilities. (laughs) And his job is the kind where he doesn't have a bunch of other people in his life. So when he asked me over, I went. I thought, because our friends and family were similar, his values would be too. Uh I expected he would want to get to know me and have a conversation. But he went right for kissing. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Then he told me he doesn't want a relationship. Why did he do that? Why do they want to kiss, but then not have a relationship? She's 36. <laughs> what is this human? We're not done. Okay. Does he prefer to sit at home each night alone and enjoy someone only on Saturdays? What is that? I want someone all the time in my life, like a married couple has. My parents are still together. They had a few problems along the way, but they are still together. Why are why are the men I meet not marriage material? <laughs>
2: What kind of person are you? I'm not going to make it. That your first your first description of this man is he lives in a place with laundry services. <laughs>
0: He went right for you... kissing. <laughs> right. Why would he do that?
2: Yeah, because you're one of seven on the roster.
0: I don't know, man.
2: I'm, he only I'm wants to. <laughs> he only wants to kiss a person on a Saturday? No, he's got a Sunday through Friday already. These are very boxed-in options. <laughs> like, oh, like either,
0: either someone wants to marry me, or they only want to kiss on Saturday. <laughs> like, this is weird. But when do I get to use the laundry facility? <laughs>
2: Do you think, okay,
0: in all seriousness, is, there, is it possible that there's something not, um, not firing on all yeah. cylinders for yes, this lady? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yes. okay. 100%. Something's not there. She's, okay. She's, she's... Yeah, which, I mean, I suppose probably sucks all the
2: possible comedy out of our response. Here's the deal. Hold fast to your belief that you deserve something better than this fella. You're right. You absolutely do. And that sometimes sucks because holding that belief and that standard eliminates... A vast majority of society that you're gonna run into. Doesn't mean that everyone in the world is 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 not worth the time or worth or is going to try and uphold your standards and help you with that. I hope you I wish you nothing but the best for finding somebody. Um just keep focused on being a good person or trying to be a good person. And find Jesus, because that's more important than anything else I just said.
0: I feel like you need um Kadoosh. There's some things that you can't do on your own. Right? And so like if you need help from a good friend that can help you deduce what qualities you're looking for in a man um i think there's no shame in that game like yeah. the 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 positives that you listed are very superficial positives right like he's got his own place it has laundry uh he invited you over uh you your your family and friends know each other so you assume you had the same morals um like these are all just they're very superficial things. You don't know a whole lot about them. Like, and maybe before you just meet somebody over at their place, maybe you should go out on a date, like at a restaurant. True, mm-hmm. where people can behave themselves, and you can see how they interact with other people to see if it's something that you're willing to pursue. Um, but yeah, I like. I would definitely bring in some third party advice um, if you feel like you're not taking in. But, like, if this if this was a huge surprise to you, I, I don't know that you're taking in the situation correctly. So you might want to, like, get yourself a good friend, a family member, somebody that you think you can trust to help you try to steer some facts in a way that would make some sense.
2: Yeah. I think it's fair.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Segular says, when searching for a relationship, there's more to take into consideration than how nice the man's apartment is. Whether it has laundry facilities and how many coworkers he may have at his job. The man you met may have thought you were interested in hookup because you went to his place without first getting to know him in a neutral setting, as most women do these days. <laughs> where are you meeting these prospects? You might have better luck if you find activities you both enjoy where you can meet both people uh, people of both sexes with whom you share similar interests. If you do, your chance of meeting quality people will increase. Okay. What? What okay?
2: Just okay.
0: Huh. Well, riveting information. <laughs> let's, let's, okay, wait, wait, that one's tucked up. All right. Well, Let's here we go. With
2: what's next, Mike? Okay. I
0: guess we'll. I guess we'll move on. Good thing we don't charge by the hour. <laughs> well, not about tucking up. Better get out of the office.
2: <laughs> hey, man, I got a nice apartment with laundry services to get back to. Okay.
0: <laughs> and he's got a job where there's not very many people. Well, boy, howdy, that's true. I'm, I'm that's significantly a... underselling my situation. <laughs> this is an incredibly naive person. Uh... You know what? I feel like I should put myself back on the market now that I know all these things about myself. I should be able to catch any woman. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mike. I have a washer. <laughs> and I work with very few people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Don't swoon heavy. I, I didn't bring a cushion. <laughs> All right. Second one. Dear, life from the path, I love to travel, yet I loathe traveling with my husband. Oh, <laughs> he gets anxious and extremely mean on the days leading up to the trip and especially while en route. I do all the planning and pay for everything, and I regard it not only ungrateful and rude, but unnecessary. Huh. Is it wrong for me to not want him to come on the next big trip I plan? Also, while we travel, all he wants to do is sleep, eat, and drink. I'm all about taking in the local culture and making sure not to miss anything. I also enjoy a glass of wine with dinner, but I don't want to drink into oblivion. And I'm definitely not up for sleeping my vacation away. My husband does have a drinking problem as well. We can talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> before I booked our last trip, I begged him to please not ruin it. Our children were going to be with us. And he promised to be on his best behavior. That lasted until the day before we left. Then it was like the mean switch flipped on. Before we even left for the airport, all he did was yell and complain about the airline, parking, packing, etc. I'm at my wit's end. The one time I did travel alone, he told the kids I didn't like any of them, and that's why I went alone. <laughs> Jeez. He refuses counseling and seems not to understand why I don't want to be around him. He also, quotes, spares no expense on my dime when we are on vacation. He acts as if we are loaded. Help. Okay. What?
2: How what? did you find each other?
0: Yeah, so, well, let's be... <clears throat> you've picked a really weird thing to focus on. This... Like, your whole marriage is a shambles. Right. And you're like, I don't know if I want to go on vacation with him. Like, how about we don't get along at all? For some reason, we're tussling over bank accounts. Bad. Like, when you're talking about my money and things like that on vacation, right. It's a fail. Uh, If you leave, if you're not in his presence at all times, he's willing to lie to your children and manipulate them into that they dislike, that you dislike them assuming your version of the reality is right and frankly i'm holding open the possibility that's not and you're lying about him right either way i would put the vacation problem at like i don't know about halfway down the list of things of which you should be openly seeking advice on
2: yeah you guys you guys might need to go to a marriage counselor to talk about the fact you can't stand each other he refuses to go No, he refuses to go to counseling on his own part because she's saying, hey, you have problems, go get them fixed. She is not admitting that there's any possible fault that she holds in any of this situation and that this marriage is just a real crap hole that she's stuck in and she's great and he's awful. She pays for everything. She goes on extravagant trips. She's not a drunkard. She's blah, 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 all these different things, qualifying him as the exact antithesis of all of those to be the worst possible human being on the planet. But what's probably true is you both suck in certain. certain ways because you're both humans and you're in a like long marriage possibly from the perspective of you have kids old enough for dad to to tell you tell them that mom doesn't like them anymore, (laughs) right? Like there's a chance you guys need to just kind of strike it back down to zero of like you're in a marriage and it doesn't seem like either of you are happy at all. And it might be because you both suck individually, and bringing two people that suck individually and are full of themselves into a marriage doesn't spell great. Yeah, I mean he did, yeah, she didn't she didn't mention and it seems possible that
0: he drinks himself to oblivion cuz she's terrible right, to be around. Right exactly, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, he gets real angry going to different countries with me because I suck even worse in a vacation <laughs> setting. Right. I, I mean, I like to take in the culture, and all he likes to do is eat, sleep, and drink. That's what everyone does on a vacation.
0: He might be firing this out light, and she might be taking it heavy, right? Like that's probably my yeah. favorite thing to do on vacation is be like, "Oh, this airline, look at this." Look at all these lines.
2: <laughs> Look at this taxi line. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you this, are the kind of guy that that's part of the fun for you is yeah. to, to be the curmudgeon.
0: What do you mean we can only have a bag and a half? What am I supposed to do with a half a bag? Oh, these guys. And I weighed this at home. Oh, it was
2: 49.7 pounds. Your scale's off.
0: I mean, this is just this is what I would do on vacation. And I'm yeah. like, my wife takes a pretty light and be like, oh, it's just
2: Mike being ridiculous. It's because <sighs> the Lord blessed you with a wonderful woman who knows you and loves you. Is yeah. wrong?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, Dan. What, you, what do you think here? Uh, you know,
1: I, I, I think she's describing a typical husband and wife going on vacation <laughs> B- because I mean, I mean, it's a little bit expanded, but, 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 uh, th- there's just a lot of stress for some reason. I mean, I've heard a thousand people say the same thing she's saying right there that, that before a vacation, the husband gets all grumpy and, and then the, the, she has high expectations and they're both not meeting each other's expectations and, and I'm always like, just just relax a little bit. You yeah. know what? Just lower lower your expectations to, to human level, and just say, you know what? We're going to get away. We're going to have some fun. He's going to have a little different fun than me. Uh, but you can still do this, but but I, I don't think their marriage is falling apart or anything. I think she's just a little hyped up, and uh, and and he is too. They, they, they both. They both just need to relax a little bit.
0: Yeah, but the 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 part where after, when she goes on vacation by himself and he lies to the children. I mean, that's a little. That's not a. That's not a vacation problem. That's a marriage problem. Yeah, there, there's. I mean, there are some issues, right? But I mean, half of those things
1: I've I've thought before going on vacation. I'm like, I, I used to say to my wife, "Okay, uh, let's let's leave at seven o'clock, expecting to leave at 7. Then I realized that really means nine. You know, you yeah. know. So so so, look right now. He said, "Okay, seven o'clock. We're in." Yeah. Oh, i sitting at seven o'clock, ready to go, and she, you know her alarm's starting to go off, and, and you know she, she had no intention ever <laughs> of leaving at seven. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, and it's like I, when I was twenty, that kind of upset me. Now and I'm like, eh, okay." Now I just know. Yeah, I, I know say whatever nine. time, and I say I'm just going to sit back and relax, and <laughs> and I'm already packed, and yeah, uh, you know, whenever it happens, it happens, and
2: I'm starting my vacation right now in you my know, little that, chair. That's um, funny because that kind of matches up to something. I th- yeah. not last week, probably the week before that we talked about where it's like setting expectations and communicating expectations in a marriage is such an important thing to do. Yeah. Because like I mean obviously I can't throw a statistic out there that 50% of your problems will be fixed. But like you'd be surprised oh, wow. at how many pitfalls you can just completely walk around. Everywhere. If you just literally Work, go, marriage, okay, here's the everything. deal. Yeah. When I say 7 that we're going to leave, my expectations. I'd like to leave at 7. I know you yeah. and know that we'll probably leave closer to 9. Yeah, can, can we just both just be compromise and just go yeah. like, hey, since I want seven and you want nine let's both give a little and we leave at eight yeah you wake up a little bit earlier i give you a little bit of grace in this (laughs) and even if and that's exactly right even if we leave at nine guess what okay okay i'll give grace into this there's no problem my wife and i went on a trip this weekend uh to omaha uh for our three-year anniversary and um (laughs) there's one point that like she she gave me something she wanted to do which was she wanted to go to a lake this pretty lake right so we go and we park at this lake and I'm looking at it and it's a lake. It's, it's, it's whatever. It's dead. not it's not yeah. like we've been to Great Lakes recently that are like, Holy crap, this is awesome. We go to this like pond in Nebraska. Yeah. And I'm just like, All right. And so I look at her and I'm like, Okay. So as an activity, what was your expectation here? And she goes, Oh no, I thought we could get out and uh, pull out our lawn chairs and and sit in the shade and hold hands and talk about our lives. And I was like, okay. Okay, Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate that that's the expectation you said. It's hot. It's real hot. And this is just a lake. And so, like, I'm not—I don't love that. I'm like, I'm going to be honest (laughs) with you. I really don't want to spend a lot of time doing that. But, like, if that's something you want to do, I love you and will do it. I'm just telling you what I'm thinking, and I'm taking in what you're thinking. And she goes— yeah, you're right. That doesn't sound like something we'd really want to do. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's drive away. Fantastic. And it wasn't an astronomical problem. It it didn't break the whole day. We literally just ended up going mini golfing. It was a blast. We uh-huh. had so much fun doing it. But she was just like, I wanted to stare at something pretty. And I'm like, fantastic. We can do that. Let's just compromise between each other and figure out something we can all do. We did that Straight. a few weeks ago we're in minnesota
1: uh-huh. where there's ten thousand lakes right and we're like hey there's a lake let's go stop okay so we stop we walk around his little trails all right oh look there's a bench right on the water okay we both sit down and we're like all right there's mosquitoes you know? so we sat there for like three yeah. minutes and yeah, then we went back okay
2: we're both happy you know yeah it's
1: like we great. did it
2: yeah, there's a hotel with yeah. air conditioning back there we'll go back there communicating with your spouse and then having grace for when they're a human being yeah. It can cover so much. Yeah, I mean, it can cover so many faults. It's crazy because
1: we both have expectations. Yep. Whether it's a, what we're eating or yep what we're doing, and, and and we get all frustrated because we didn't communicate that, right? And we assume they're they're being dorks towards yeah, us. Exactly. It's like, it's no, like they just they're had probably a different trying expectation. to hurt me. Yeah. It's
2: like no, they just had a thought.
0: Secular says <laughs> traveling is stressful, and some people don't handle it well. Your alcoholic husband appears to be one of them. If you want to enjoy your travel experience, consider taking another vacation trip without him. Include the children, if they are old enough to appreciate the exposure they are being given, and always assure them that you love them without measure. If you leave your husband at home, you and your children may enjoy the experience more than if you drag him along. Yeah, that's totally solving the issue. I'm not saying that, like, uh, I, I just, I got no taste for this, but, like, I could see some people being like... I'm going on vacation without you. Like, we just cannot find common ground of where we want to go. And so, uh, I, I I think that's a problem. I, I don't know that I'd let that get too out of hand, but like, if you're vacationing together, I don't see any reason why you can't take many vacations apart, if that's what you would want to do. Sure.
1: Hey, my, my daughter has like 10 weeks of vacation per year. And her husband has like, Two or three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, what's she supposed to do with the other seven? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like... Sit here at uh, home. So she's going to go a week with me to a conference. Yeah. You know, she's going to do whatever. She's she's got plans. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think... It's probably healthy in some ways. Yeah. There's a lot of situations where my wife and I have, have talked to each other like, hey... Normal what I think societal stand, societal standards say that like we should really be doing this together. but like it's so opposite of what we want in this. Are you kind of okay with us not doing this and like recognizing that we're two different people? Like you want to go out and do your thing on your day off? It, it, it's a day off thing for us. like my day off, yeah, yeah. I want to leave the house. I want to go drive around and do stuff all the time. I work from home. so like it's nice to get out. Her day off, she works out and about, so she wants to be home. So we don't usually spend all day Saturday together, even though it's our day off. It's not something we do because I'm just like, hey, I get I like I fill my bucket by going out and doing some things and having some fun. You fill your bucket, which is fun for you by staying home and getting some laundry done and stuff like that. Are we cool with that? She goes, yeah. And I go, great. And we go, cool. We're two unique human beings in a marriage and we can be perfectly fine (laughs) apart from each other and just go, hey, we're unique. Goodbye. I love you. I'll (laughs) see you in a couple hours. And it's just fine. Not a problem.
0: Okay, last one's quick. Ready? Yep. Dear Live from the Path. Recently, a friend went out to town to shop and asked if I'd like for them to pick me up a few small items while they were there. I said I would, and I told them what I would like. When they returned, they sent me the calculation of what I owed purchase price, tax, and
2: gas. And gas?
0: This is someone I consider to be a fairly close friend, but charging me for gas for an air and they were already running seems not only rude, but also transactional to the point of cheapness. Yeah. I might add that my items were nearly weightless and did not increase fuel requirements. Had I asked for bricks, I'd be more understanding. Is my friend cheap for charging me for gas after offering to shop for me? Yes. Or am I cheap for balking? No, both of those are appropriate. Now, it doesn't mean you have to say anything. Just don't do it again. And be surprised at your friend, right? It depends how close you are. Like if it was one of the guys in this room, I would go, "Hey, man, really? Don't you? Doesn't this feel weird? Are you all right? Are you hurting for <laughs> right. cash? Yeah, exactly.
2: Goofy? Do you need money? Because yeah. we can talk about that. Let me gift you eighty two cents. Yeah.
0: Suppose you trying to extract I actually got it from some it. actual work. I'd pay you to do if you're willing to travel <laughs> right, around. Yes, go right. pick this stuff up for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I. I, I mean, I, I get it. I, I. I think they're acting weird. Um I I wouldn't bring it up unless you are close enough in that relationship where it would it makes sense for you to bring it up and just whatever don't do it again. Yeah, I would say if this is odd behavior, it's worth asking. Like, what? What do you mean?
2: Yeah, you okay, friend?
0: Like you've picked up stuff for me before, not trying to charge me gas. What's this about? Yeah,
2: if you've been good friends long enough, there's no way that there's not been an exchange of errands up until this point. Whatever.
0: Thanks, Biden. that's that's what it is
2: (laughs) they got the old Joe tax
0: I was thinking about it he don't remember doing that (laughs) he
2: tripped on his way to sign it
0: he's like I thought we gave all our money to Ukraine did you get that bill from your friend? I did that (laughs) All right, Secular says your friend is cheap they should not have asked for a monetary compensation for a trip they were taking anyway if you value the friendship, pay the two dollars, and the next time you are asked if the person could pick up something for you, say thank you, but don't bother. Yeah, yeah I would probably take the sass out of your response. If you pay the two bucks, you don't get to sass them. Uh, if you don't want to pay the two bucks, I'd sass them. <laughs> I think those are your options. I don't think you get to do both. I'm thinking about it. I'm weighing good. like Sign Do you earn beforehand. the right? Do you earn the right to sass them by giving them the two bucks? No, no, that's not how that works. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, You're whatever.
2: saying that giving the two bucks is compliance, and therefore you give up your right to sass.
0: Yeah, I think once you paid it, you agreed the terms were fair.
2: But <laughs> I, right, as but on the other hand, money. could the two dollars not be your 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 buying your ability to sass them? Like, all right, I gave you the money, but like I'm gonna sass you now because I gave you the money. Now you had the you could assess them for free, then you shouldn't have paid the two yeah, uh-huh. dollars. You would have been more of a schmuck because you would have been sassing them nah. and not paying them. No. Nah. Nah.
0: No, no. The truth of the matter is, is like this gas tax is outrageous. Plus, like I w- now I'd want to see their math. i like, hold on, are buying the premium on my Aaron dollar? I don't think so. Yeah. We put 10% ethanol in, bro. Oh, yeah. Did oh, they yeah. say
2: anything before they went on the errand Yeah, dose? it's
0: not my fault you bought that gas guzzler, right? Why don't you, when you go right. pick up stuff for me, you take the yeah. Honda
2: out. I took my Sherman tank to get you this stuff. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe it was you... real expensive. I had to pull out the yacht.
0: Then you say, uh, man, I just didn't have any idea on the charge. We didn't discuss it. You can go ahead and take my item back.
2: Yeah, I've decided Uh, against it. Right, yeah. If you're turning this into commerce, I have the right to refuse this good.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The price is not to my liking.
2: Yeah. What, are they going to ask for a tip? You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, forget it. I think I would definitely say something. I don't care how close of a friend they are to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, what would you do? Would you give them the old sassafras? Would you uh, just pay it and move on? Would you, uh, I don't know, what other options? Egg their house? (laughs) I was
2: waiting for you to come up
0: with more options. (laughs) Frankly, I'd overpay them just not to have to deal with the change. Like they probably made up their gas plus some if you cause like I ain't breaking no twenty for these two baskets of tissues you got me. Right? So I'm like, just take the twenty. Thanks for picking this stuff up. I think I'd have been generous on my own without you
2: implementing this tax. Where do you buy tissues that they come in baskets? Dollar General? Oh. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, you're listening live for the path. Thanks for hanging out with us this night. Uh just give us a give us a buzz. 515-517-0085. That's call or text. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on any number of items within the show. Your disappointment in the first 10 minutes, the ability, whether you go sassafras over this, uh, Human taxi thing. Maybe you want to try your English accent on us. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I love how your your call to calling us or getting in contact. Give us a buzz. <laughs> what doesn't that seem right? <laughs> Come on, buddy, just give us a buzz. Yes. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Give us a buzz.
0: All right, that's <laughs> it. K- Kadoosh. I'm get re- us on the lifeline. That life from the past. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut you loose. Uh, thanks for hanging out Eighth with us. Caller get <laughs> a free Hermes. <laughs> Very, much appreciate it. Hermes. We'll see when we uh, when we see you. Uh, You've got meantime, my legs. (laughs) Be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Past.
2: (laughs)